Welcome to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. My name is Julian Guderlei and I'm your show host. Today's episode is going to be a treat, a short 10-minute recording that I just dug up from earlier this year in February, actually, when I had the pleasure and honor to spend some time in the jungle with a group of about 120 people um, from around the world. And one of them is Charles Eisenstein, known for his book on sacred economics. I'll give you the context of where this conversation happened in the jungle of Costa Rica. Imagine yourself on the southeastern tip of what we call Costa Rica, very close to the border to Panama. And it took the 120 superheroes a multi-hour bus ride and a private boat charter to get basically into the middle of nowhere, off the grid, no coverage, complete freedom from our current governing paradigm, and to find themselves in a permaculture farm called Punta Mona, initiated by Stephen and Norman Brooks about 25 years ago at this point, um, who have their hands with their in all kinds of creative pots in Costa Rica, including Envision Festival, multiple village and resort and retreat projects, and hands with their families. I just want to really acknowledge the work that has been done in this space of paradise. Now that I talked about location, let me share with you the circumstances and the context of education. 120 masterminds, truly what that means is 120 people who are experts in new paradigm living, in new paradigm values, in new paradigm kind of um, economics. And that's literally why Charles Eisenstein was um, kind enough to give his time for this short interview. Um, Charles really is a master wordsmith in this new story of the people. If you want to know more about Charles Eisenstein's work, make sure to check out Sacred Economics. That's a must read for everyone who's really wanting to understand what is possible in this um, next um, societal evolution. And as we're talking about wordsmithing and language and etymology and meaning, what truly needs to be said is that in the realm of communication in a new paradigm world, the English language truly is an inhibitor, a barrier, a hurdle um, that we all have to kind of co-navigate around. And it's very interesting to keep that in mind in our daily interactions with whomever we um, are so fortunate to meet. That could be from our grandmother with whom we've talked since the first day of our life, or it could be with a stranger in a store or uh, on a walk or on a hike. No matter where you are in the world, what are the chances that the person who is in front of you is the person who is in front of you? If we think that we are more than 7 billion people on this earth right now, this is like a triple, possibly even, um, don't check my math here, but like uh, <laughs> 100 times a lottery win over, right? You're like basically, the odds are so rare that out of 7 billion people, you're sitting with a person you're sitting with, or you're right now listening to this episode in the bus that you're sharing people space with people so just maybe hold this in awareness of like where is your life already offering a uh, new paradigm entry door and so before I get lost here in education and communication and location and you can listen to other episodes about that and education of the future nature sanctuary living and learning uh, from nature as a primary teacher and creating the new educational paradigm 
For now though, without a lot further ado, I'm gonna give you Charles Eisenstein straight out of the jungle from Costa Rica. Have fun and let me know what you think at the end of the show or in the comments below. For now, the Punta Mona permaculture farm of the grid in Costa Rica. So just jump right into the conversation. Here I am in the jungle in the middle of Costa Rica with Charles Eisenstein. It's a big honor to interview Charles. He's been part of the superhero Academy Mastermind for the last couple of days. Welcome, Charles. Hi. From your place of heart, what does it really take for someone to arrive in purpose and come to express that purpose into the world? To arrive in purpose. So yeah, I would say the sincere desire to do so and the failure at doing so. The 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 failure of everything that you think will bring you to that place. That is what opens up the space for the purpose to discover you. This is not something that you can necessarily do in the way that that the whole superhero metaphor implies. It's not like this is not something that you can achieve through your efforts even if you have superpowers. What resonated with you in the last days? Like being here with 110 people that are certainly learning from you and with you, what, what was something that, that resonated within you strongly where you realized, okay, this is, this is what I said yes to? Yeah, I think like a lot of the best moments were in conversations with people where um, there was some kind of breakdown and breakthrough, uh, some kind of like light going on behind the eyes um, there's quite a few of those moments I think that that what works really well here is simply that this is not the usual environment for people so a lot of the programming that comes that's enforced by the usual environment is here which puts people in a more open receptive state because they're not reinforced in existing ways of thinking. So so that state of receptivity is something that is very valuable if you have the right stimulus and the right offerings. Um, I mean, by bringing a lot of people out here, you're you're like that's that's a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. And and I mean, I would hesitate myself even to do that uh, just because I'd be like wow um, I'm asking a lot of people I'm creating this incredible opportunity I'd better be really sure that I have to what I have to offer does justice to the situation that I've invited so like, and I might do it anyway, even if I didn't know that, and I might experience some kind of failure. Uh, and then I would learn the power of the, of the forces in the situation that I have called. So, Charles, you're a master storyteller. What do you think is this new narrative that we're here to shape and frame? You know, I have my version of, I mean, I'm, I'm even hesitant to call it the new narrative, 
I think that our articulation of the new, of any new narrative is so freighted with concepts and ways of thinking that are from the narrative that we've inherited that we're really incapable even the, the English language or any modern language is incapable of really articulating uh, the next defining mythology of, of civilization what role do you feel location and the earth itself and the resonance that Punta Mona I mean this is a very very unique spot we're like literally off the grid right I mean we yeah. Drove here four hours with a bus. Yeah, there is no here. Yeah. No, exactly. We we came here by boat from the place we drove with the bus to, and then we're on solar. And I've been barefoot for I think three days straight. So, what role does location and the earth and the resonance of the earth truly play in in the kind of awakening people to this resonance? I think this particular place. It's uh, it's kind of holding back a little bit. Um, I think that most of what's happened here could have happened in many places. Um, I think to really work with land. Ordinarily, it takes some long practice and familiarity uh, to develop a relationship to that place. And most of us here have just kind of dropped in. And there might be yeah. The land, even if just dropping in, the land might offer certain gifts to us. But most of us have come from a culture that doesn't know how to engage in that gift exchange and conversation. So there's a limit to, like we might receive those gifts and benefit from them, but there's a limit to how we can't really go a lot deeper because we don't really know how. Um, we don't, we have maybe ideas about the land is listening, the land is sentient, the land is conscious, but we don't know how to engage that. Wow, what a insightful short episode with Charles Eisenstein. If you want to learn how to engage with the land and people in such a profound and deep way that Charles was kind of hinting at, I highly recommend checking out the Superhero Academy and their mastermind circles. Or if you want to learn more about permaculture, sacred economics, or gifting economics, check out Charles Eisenstein's work. Check out the work of Punta Mona, the place that hosted this conversation. In any case, make sure to subscribe to Green Planet, Blue Planet Podcast, either on Spotify or iTunes. Check it out on Facebook, Green Planet, Blue Planet Podcast. And wherever you are in the world, have yourself a stellar day.